G'day, I'm Lockie Evenson. And I'm Francis Campoy. And this is The Open Source Show. I'm Lachlan Evenson, and I'm a program manager at Azure. And I'm Francis Campoy, the VP of Developer Relations at Sourced. Today, we're going to be talking about ML, ML, all the things. Yes. But specifically, I want to dig into this new term that you've coined, ML on code. Now, I know you're using machine learning to analyze source code over at Sourced. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing there? So what we're trying to do is applying uh, techniques from like nat natural language processing, NLP, uh, applying those techniques to source code to predict whether the name is good and provide better opportunities to make something better. Like, that's your API, right? It is really important. You need a human so far. What if you didn't? If you had a machine that was able to tell you, well, actually, you call this fine, but it should be contains, or things like this. So I know a little about machine learning, <laughs> but I know enough to know that this is going to need a lot of data. You're going to need a lot of data to train yes. these models so that they can infer what and what is not going to work. Um, how are you making that easy at Sourced to get these data sets? So uh, first of all, we need that data ourselves, right? Like what we're trying to do is we're trying to build applications on the realm of ML on code, machine learning on source code. And in order to get there, we need to be able to create those data sets that you use to train a model. So we create a bunch of different tools that allows you to uh, just get all of that code from many different repositories, put it down together, clean it a little bit, remove duplicates, all of these things that you always need to do for basically any kind of data. But for us, that data is Git repositories. And something we've done, uh, which we're pretty proud of, uh, is we got all of GitHub in a zip file. Not really, but like kind of. <laughs> we got uh, so every single repository with 50 stars or more on GitHub. We download the whole thing, we clean the whole thing, and we made it available as a public data set, uh, which is called public Git archive. The whole idea is everything we do is open source. Tell me one problem you've seen solved yourself by using ML on code. Oh. That's been a revelation to you and made you a better programmer. And there's a lot of things like specifically related to naming or sometimes like detecting bad copy pasting, yep. which I thought that like, you cannot do this. And apparently, like many people will get some line of code, copy paste it, and then when they check like whether that pointer is nil or not, they forget to change it. So they actually check in the same thing twice, and the second one was never checked. That, that happens on my code. Yes. Happens all the time. <laughs> so yeah, like that, you can actually do a detector for that that recognizes it quite easily. But uh, for me, the fa my favorite one is one that I'm developing now. Uh, that is an attention model. Uh, so I'm sure you know what attention models are for ML. What we're doing is an attention model for reviewers, for human reviewers. So when we do this ML on code thing, what am I going to have from it as a developer? You can imagine a little bit like the same idea, all of the things we've been building on top of uh, natural language processing or image processing and videos, you have things like, well, you can describe an image and you find it, right? Or you get an image and you find a description. Imagine if you could do the same thing for source code, right? So you could say, hey, I'm looking for something that source stuff. And it just finds the code that is like, this is the function you want to use. We're working on one really cool project that still doesn't have a name. So far, we call it Lookout. That uh, is like an attention model for code reviewers. So most of the things will be automated, and you are responsible for the things that are actually important. Let's take a massive open source uh, community and project like Kubernetes. What would I expect the outcome to be if we do this ML on code to actually have an effect on maybe the code review yeah. process for a massive community with a massive amount of PRs like Kubernetes? When you have a massive community with a massive amount of PRs, uh, 
you also get one thing, which is a tiny group of maintainers, right? That happens all the time. So the amount of maintainers you have versus the amount of PRs you receive, it's not even to the same scale. So what we're trying to do is call it assisted code review for now, because it's not automated. We'll allow the reviewer to have confidence on doing those code reviews way faster by identifying many things that are wrong. So kind of like a linter, but like way smarter linter, right? And uh, on top of that, pointing to the pieces of code that are more interesting or unexpected, we can call it, right? And then uh, that's where the human needs to look at it, because we, we don't say that we're able to just like review the code 100% correctly, but if we do 90%, that's already really good. So practically speaking, how has ML on code actually affected you? I think that the thing that really blew my mind when I was learning about machine learning on source code was, you know, I've been learning machine learning for quite a while, and there was embeddings and things like this that are pretty useful. So the traditional example of embedding is Word2Vec, uh, that basically allows you to do metaphors and things like this. So it was like, it allows you to know that uh, man is to woman as king is to queen, things like this. And you can actually use that same knowledge with source code, and we've done it. It's called code to vec instead of word to vec, mm -hmm. and it allows us to do things that are like analysis, where you can find like, well, if open is to close as whatever read is to write, then these two should be paired somehow. You can do a higher level of an of analysis. That blew my mind. Like the fact that you're able to have those concepts that are even hard for me to mm -hmm. explain just work for you while you're writing code. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Well, you got me excited. So how awesome. do I actually go and find more about ML on code or even ML in general? Do you have any places I can take a look? Source.tech is where it's where it's at. But also, uh, we have a GitHub repo that is super cool. It's called, super long name, uh, Mach Awesome Machine Learning on Source Code, I think, the whole thing with dashes. Uh, we'll have a link down, down there. Uh, and basically, what we've done is go through all the research that had been going on and just putting everything together so people can go read it. They're also rated by whether they're welcoming for, well, for beginners or not. So it's a great place to start learning. Thanks for joining us today, Francesc. Thank you. Uh, it's a, just a pleasure to be here. You can go to opensource.microsoft.com for more information, and all the links will be in this video at the bottom. Please subscribe for more great content. And thanks for joining the Open Source Show.